Thank you for tuning into the City Church California podcast. We exist for anyone to believe in God, to become who God created them to be, and to build the church and our city. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so that you can be updated anytime we add new content. Now let's check out the latest message from our Sunday gathering. This message is not just something for a city kids camp. It is something that has changed my life personally. So I am honored to share it with you this morning. And I hope you are ready because I believe the Holy Spirit is going to talk to each one of us today. So if you can turn with me to Acts 1, I want to share about the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to give you an illustration because I'm kind of a kinesthetic, hands-on learner. So if you're anything like me, You'll be happy today. So in Acts 1, this is when Jesus was talking to the believers in the the early church and telling them that he was going to send the Holy Spirit to them. And this sets us up for how the Holy Spirit came into the church, which we are the church today, and the Holy Spirit wants to do the same thing in us today. So let's look at Acts 1, verse 4. It says, And being assembled together with them, he, being Jesus, commanded, them to not depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you have heard from me, for John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Therefore, when they had come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, will you, um, will you at this time restore the kingdom of Israel? And he said to them, he's like, hey, that's not what we're talking about right now. It is not for you to know the times or seasons which the Father has put in his own authority, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, in all Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. That word, come, When it talks about when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, that word come is actually not just, oh, I'm feeling the presence of God like we may have felt the presence of God in worship, but it's actually a come into us aspect. And so I want you to recognize that as we think of the Holy Spirit, actually, if you read, I actually read this in my Bible reading plan just a couple days ago. In Luke 4, it talked about how after Jesus was baptized, the Holy Spirit came in to Jesus. And if Jesus needs the Holy Spirit to come into him, I even more so do. So Jesus is telling the church, hey, wait, the Holy Spirit is going to come in you and give you power. And this power is an amazing power. If you look up that word, it actually is an ability. And it's an ability to live our lives. It's an ability to do all God has called each of us to do. And so when Jesus is talking to the church saying, hey, I'm going to leave you, but... I'm leaving the Holy Spirit and he's gonna give you all the power that you need to do everything that I've called you to do, which is pretty awesome. And it's pretty amazing. And I don't know, I I think I'm a little bit of a control freak. My family can tell you that. I like everything just the way it is. I like having control and I like having power. So these verses are like, yes, yes, Lord, I get to have control and I get to have power. But actually when this is, when you start researching it a little bit, and I started researching and I got a little scared because it's actually where the Holy Spirit comes in and he is the power in us. It's not that we suddenly become all powerful and awesome. It's that the Holy Spirit in us is power to the world around us. So today I'm going to ask you the question, what are you filled with? This message is called Full of It, and I know it's kind of funny, but um, we are all full of something. 
Whether we want to recognize it or not, we are full of something. And Jesus, when he talked to the, um, the church in, in Acts, said, be filled with the Spirit. He was saying, come, wait, wait for the Holy Spirit to come and fill you. And there's a verse that really il illustrates this great, and then I'm going to use my hands-on message. But in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18, this is actually Paul writing to the church at Ephesus, talking about the Holy Spirit. And it says, do not be drunk with wine. Don't worry, it's not just wine here. Which is dissipation, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. This is a command. Paul is commanding the church, be filled. So that word be is actually a command to the church. But when you look at it before, you're like, okay, some of us, I mean, maybe, maybe I don't have a problem with alcohol. It's talking about wine. Not a big deal. Doesn't relate to me, right? But when you actually look at these words, you look it up, the, when it's talking about don't be drunk with wine, it's actually an excess. It's something excessive in your life that leads you to sin. So it's not just this idea of alcohol, but it's anything that's in excess that leads us to sin. And that word dissipation is actually the idea of wasteful living. So what Paul is saying to the church here is, hey guys, don't be filled with anything that's excessive that's going to lead you to sin because that's just going to waste your life. But instead, be filled with the Spirit. Some of us are still thinking, hey, it's not that bad. I don't have that much excess. Do you guys get those little reminders on your phone how much time you spend on your phone? Yes. Little scary. Yes. <laughs> if you want to think about excess, how much time do we spend on our phone it's a little bit excessive. I've actually had to stop going to Instagram because it is excessive for me. And all it does, it doesn't help me out. All it does is be like, oh, I didn't get invited to that party. Shoot, they don't like me. I thought we liked each other. You know, it's like we start feeling bad for ourselves because it's excessive. It's too much and it leads me to wasteful living where I'm more worried about what party I didn't get invited to than my neighbor or the people in my life that I want to know Jesus, right? So we, this excess, it's all around us. We live in a culture of excess. And I think all of us could admit there's probably something in my life that's a little excessive that leads me to wasteful living, which takes me to my illustration here. This is gonna represent our lives today. A beautiful, empty glass vase. But what happens in our lives is that we get this excess in our lives and we'll start with something easy. Oh no, that's not easy. Uh, we'll start with something easy. Maybe I just was, got a little intimidated. I don't know. I got a little bit afraid, have a little fear, right? That happens to all of us. But it gets in our heart and it kind of stays there. Oh, maybe somebody told me a really juicy rumor and I got some gossip. It's just me, okay, I know. It's not you, it's just me. Now this one does happen to me sometimes, anger. And anger leads me to wasteful living because I end up wasting a whole lot of time and having to ask everybody in my family for forgiveness. But it still happens. So that goes in there, you know, anxiety. I don't know about you, but I have felt this more than I ever have in my entire life. Feeling anxious about things I don't need to feel anxious about because the Bible says to cast all our cares upon God because he cares for us, but still I kind of hang on to it and I have anxiety in my life. And then these things just start filling our lives. We get our feelings hurt by Instagram. I'm telling you, it's Instagram. You know, maybe 
you tell a little lie. It's just a little lie. Or maybe you just stole a pin from work. I know that sounds silly, but at the same time, it fills our lives with something we don't need. It's okay. You know, it's like, oh, well, then if I take that, I can take something else. And we find ourselves filled and filled and filled, and it's not with stuff we want. But it's kind of like it's all of these things, are, it's not that big of a deal. You know, I got a little fear. It's not the end of the world. But when we begin to fill our whole lives with that, I would say this is excess, right? right? I can't see clearly when I look through this. When I try to spend my life looking to Jesus, finding out his plans for me, God, what do you want me to do? And I can't see through this because I have fear, I have anxiety, I have all these things clouding my life. This doesn't mean that we don't believe in Jesus. It just means that we're filled with stuff and quite honestly, every single thing in this jar leads me to wasting my time, leads me to wasting my life. It, it doesn't lead me to anything good. Right. Right. And God doesn't want that for us. Right. So what does the Bible say in Ephesians 5.18? It says, don't be filled with this excess that's gonna lead you to wasteful living, but instead be filled with the spirit. Yeah. And we have a choice to be filled with the spirit because this is one of the most wonderful things about the Holy Spirit. He will never, ever, ever force you. He will never force you to believe in him. He will never force you to receive him, but it's our choice. But it is a command that we're given is to be filled. And so we say, okay, I'm gonna follow the command of God. I'm gonna be filled. Now filled, we, we tend to just be like, hmm, filling, well, I mean, you put a little bit in, but this word filled is actually overflowing. So when I look at my jar right now, it, it kind of is overflowing, actually. This is over the top. It's overflowing with wasteful living. I'm just gonna call this wasteful living from now on. But it's overflowing with wasteful living, but the Bible tells us to be filled with the Spirit. And so when we say, okay, I need to be filled with the Spirit. I don't want the wasteful living anymore. Holy Spirit, come in. Help me to be filled with yourself. Fill me. So we come and we come to worship. Worship today was fantastic. Love it when David Philly leads. Love it. Just love it. And we get a little filling and oh, that feels so nice. It just feels so good. But notice all my wasteful living things, they're still in there. So remember that word filled means filled over to overflowing, but it also means filled continually. So it's not something that we just come to church once a week and say, thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. I love you. But it's every day. So every day... It's my job to say, Holy Spirit, <laughs> come and fill me up. I want to be filled to overflowing. And so the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit's real nice, he'll listen to us. He comes and he fills us. <gasps> Look at what happens. <laughs> I just have to tap the jar every once in a while because sometimes, <gasps> and then all this stuff begins to fall out. And sometimes, can I just be honest? Didn't say this last, last time, but sometimes we stop here. Because it's like, oh, look, I can see clearly. <gasps> That's fantastic. But I leave all this up here. The Holy Spirit doesn't want us to be halfway filled. He wants us to be filled to overflowing. So we have to continually ask the Holy Spirit to come and fill us to overflowing. And it's getting more and more. Okay, okay. I think they're sticking. Okay, more and more. <gasps> More and more. And now we're filled. 
The Holy Spirit wants us to be filled to overflowing, not so that he can just have control over our lives, but because guys, being anxious doesn't help me. Being anxious harms me. It overwhelms me and it keeps me in a place I don't want to be. But what's awesome now is when I am filled with the Holy Spirit completely, the only place anxiety can stand is right here. And it's pretty easy to knock it right off. So when we are filled to overflowing, we actually live this full life where we're free from all of these things that would cloud our vision and, and make it so that we couldn't see Jesus and we couldn't see his plans for our lives. Because when the Holy Spirit, when we talk about the filling of the Holy Spirit, it's for us. It's for our benefit. It's for our great life that God wants to give us. It's not because the Holy Spirit necessarily wants to control us and lead us. God isn't into trying to harm us. He's all about making our lives filled with the things that we desire, actually. He, he works through the very desires of our hearts. So when it comes to the Holy Spirit, it is a command that we are filled. So we are filled with the Holy Spirit that we can see clearly what God has for our lives and we can live the life God intended us to live. Throughout the scriptures, throughout the Old and the New Testament, there are many stories about the filling of the Holy Spirit. And like I said, even Jesus was filled with the Holy Spirit. But one of the beautiful things that the Holy Spirit does is in the church. And in the, in the early church in Acts, there's story after story after story of when the Holy Spirit came in. And it gave individuals and the church power. Because God wants to give us power. He wants us to have power over these things. Not that my life is going to be perfect suddenly when it's like, oh yeah, I'm never ever going to have anxiety again. That's not true. You will, but it can stay up here. And it no longer has to be deep inside of you and, and, and overwhelming you. Anxiety stays up here because we're filled with something else. And so when it comes to the early church, they received power. There's actually, one of my favorite stories is about Peter who was kind of, he's a fisherman, so let's just be honest, he probably wasn't very educated back in the day. They didn't go to school. The fishermen were just kind of gruff guys and they were awesome. But it was like he probably didn't have this massive knowledge of the scriptures. When the Holy Spirit came on Peter, he went and he preached and thousands of people gave their lives to Jesus. And that wasn't because Peter was so well-educated or so smart. It was because of the power of the Holy Spirit. In Acts 4.31, it talks about how the believers were filled with the Holy Spirit and they all spoke with boldness. There is a grace and a, just um, an ability that comes on us that isn't our own ability when the Holy Spirit comes on us. In 1 Corinthians 12, it actually even talks about gifts that the Holy Spirit gives us. Honestly, for me, this is when my life changed. I loved Jesus. I got saved when I was five years old, okay? I was one of those people. I was raised in the most fantastic home you could ever imagine. My parents are amazing. I got saved when I was five. I believed in God. I believed in the Holy Spirit. I went to a Christian school. I loved God. But I did not have power. And when things came in my lives, my life, I began to get fearful I began to get depressed. At one point in my life, I had contemplated suicide. The devil was trying to get me to believe these things more than the power of the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit came into my life, and it wasn't just me believing in the Holy Spirit, because yes, I believe, but it was the Holy Spirit came into my life, I was forever changed. And I was never 
ever, never did I live the same. Now, were there moments maybe where my water level got a little? Sure. But the Holy Spirit came in and he changed my life forever. And I believe this morning, he wants to do the very same thing for every person here, for every home represented here. The Holy Spirit wants to come and fill us, right? He wants to fill us today. And because I like things to be short and to the point, I'm gonna call the worship team up because we're actually almost done. Isn't that exciting? <laughs> Today I wanna to share with you two ways, it's really simple, two ways that we are filled with the Holy Spirit. It's really simple. Number one, we have to believe. We simply believe. We believe in God, we believe in Jesus, we believe in the Holy Spirit, we believe he can fill us. And two, all you gotta do is ask. We just ask. All, all I had to do here is, I mean, I know it's a jar and a water pitcher. It's not quite the same. But all we had to do was to put our lives here and pour the water. When we position ourselves, our lives, under the power of the Holy Spirit, our lives are changed. So we just got to open up and ask. So we believe and we ask. And this morning, I believe there are some of us here who maybe this is one of your first times in church, or maybe it's been a long time since you've been in church, and you might not feel like you're in a relationship with Jesus at all. You're like, Holy Spirit, I don't, I don't even know, because I'm just still like trying to figure out who this God is, and, and I think I get what you're saying, but I, I need to just first say I believe. And so this morning, I believe there's some of us in here who need to just put their faith in Jesus and recognize that He is our Savior, and, 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 and say with our mouths, we believe in Jesus. So if that's you first, and we'll get, to, we'll get to this whole asking and we'll get to a moment for the Holy Spirit to fill us. But if that's you and you're, you're saying, yeah, I wanna believe in Jesus. I wanna have a relationship with God. I wanna have a connection to, with God. I wanna be able to invite the Holy Spirit and I want that connection with God. If that's you, maybe it's been a while since you've been in church or maybe this is even your first time in church. Will you raise your hand? I wanna pray with you. I believe God has something he wants to give you today. Awesome, awesome. Let's all pray this prayer together. We're gonna pray. Say, Jesus, I know I need you in my life. I welcome you in my life and I ask you to be the Lord of my life. I admit that I sinned and I need you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. If you made that decision, that's the first step. And for all of us here, those of us who have believed a long time, maybe you were like me. You believe in Jesus. You believe in what the Bible says. You believe in the Holy Spirit. But you may have not personally encountered that overflowing filling of God's presence, of the Holy Spirit in your life. This morning is that time for you. I believe God is gonna do miraculous things in our lives. And some of you might feel like, well, that's not for me. I've been filled with the Holy Spirit. Okay. Is there something else I'd ask you? Is there something else in your life that's more excessive than the Holy Spirit? Is there something in your life that is leading you to any sort of wasteful living? I know I have areas. And so I would challenge you today. This is a moment for all of us. 
The Holy Spirit wants to fill our lives for our benefit, for our benefit. And this morning, I'm gonna do something that we don't normally do. I'm actually gonna invite people to come forward because I believe just like I had to position the pitcher or actually really position myself under the fountain of the pitcher, I believe we, when we step forward in faith and come to the front, we position ourselves for the Holy Spirit to come and to fill our lives. So why doesn't everybody stand up together? And if there is any area, even in this moment with everybody looking, if there's any area of your life that you're like, yeah, there's some excess there. I challenge you this morning, take a step of faith, walk to the front. And as you walk to the front, I believe right now you are gonna, that act of faith, the Holy Spirit is gonna fill you. So right now in this moment, come, in, come forward, come take a step of faith. Take a step of faith. And as you come, I'm gonna pray. I'm gonna pray for the Holy Spirit to truly fill us, to fill us to overflowing where none of these things would be in the, be in the cloudy in our vision between us and God. Holy Spirit, we ask you right now, we ask you, we position ourselves right here. We say, Holy Spirit, come fill me. Holy Spirit, fill my life. Holy Spirit, fill my mind. Holy Spirit, fill me to overflowing. Holy Spirit, I ask that you would remove anything that, would, that causes wasteful living in my life, that I could, that I could worship you and, and, and be free and that there would be nothing distracting me. Holy Spirit, fill us to overflowing. Fill us, fill our lives, fill each individual here. We, we position ourselves to be filled by you. We position ourselves to be filled by you this morning. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your filling. Thank you that you come and you fill. And in 1 Corinthians 12, it actually talks about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And I believe there are some here today that the Holy Spirit wants to fill you with those gifts. I know in my life, that's when I changed, when I was filled with the gift of the Holy Spirit. And actually when I spoke in a language that wasn't known to myself, that empowered me, that gave me such a grace. And I believe the Holy Spirit wants to do the same right now for every single person. As we enter back into worship, let the Holy Spirit fill you. Ask Him to fill you. Remember, all we need to do is ask. We believe and we ask. And the Holy Spirit will fill our lives. Let's worship. We so appreciate you spending time with us. If you'd like to invest into what God is doing through City Church California, you can go to our website, citychurchca.com, and click Give. Thanks again, and we hope to see you at one of our campuses this Sunday.